Welcome back to the Paranorm Girl podcast. I am your host, Kristen. Twas the Friday before Christmas, and all through the town, a chat of Christmas cryptids, of which I am totally down. <laughs> Author of the fabulous book series, Happy Little Monsters, Gregory Fedora joins me once again for today's pre-Christmas bonus episode to talk about some legendary and creeptastic critters that are included in his latest book, The Creatures Are Stirring, a creepy Christmas collection. Uh, we had such a fun talk. I knew as soon as he popped up on the StreamYard screen, it was going to be a good time. And it was. Um, I want to give you guys a, a heads up early on here to be sure that you stay tuned for details on how you can snag your very own signed copy of The Creatures Are Stirring. Be sure you keep an ear out for that. All right. And also... Of course, the clock for the giveaway of the Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra is about to run out uh, today, tomorrow, and Sunday. That is all that you have left here to submit to win you a remarkable little trimmer, thanks to my partners over at Manscaped. All in appreciation of you, the listeners, for such an incredible year. Um, that is all I had for housekeeping today. So settle in now, folks. We're kicking Christmas off right this year with the cryptic and the ghostly. Before jolly old St. Nick, before Rudolph and Red Cups, before cute little elves on shelves and have yourself a merry little Christmas, there were ghost stories, terrifying creatures with a mission. Life lessons you were better off learning, and rules worth abiding by, or else. The whole month of December was a tough time to be on the naughty list. Please enjoy my conversation with Gregory Fedora. Thank you. Thank you. It's, I'm glad to be back. I love coming on your show. It's so much fun. Your show's just fun all the time. It's fun to listen to. I also like to watch it. I actually, I think I always two for it. Like I listen to it and then later I'll watch it on YouTube. So like you get double view and listen from me. Like every time you put one out, cause I, cause I, I like hearing, but then I like seeing, cause I like to see like when you have guests or what, like I, you do great facial expressions when you're talking, oh. especially like when you're doing, so it's like, cause you can tell you're really into it. And so it's fun to watch. Like you make even just you sitting there talking, entertaining. It's uh, so. yeah the 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 micro expressions that that yeah. uh, you know it, it didn't shoot my my acting career up off the ground but uh, you know yet I, I get to yet. I get to use it for something yes. yeah I might be calling you for your acting career now because I have I have ideas for some shorts that yeah. I yeah man I'm I'm available yeah revolving around the happy little monsters I started thinking Ooh. of trying to do do really? some uh, yeah. Like I, I started working on some scripts, like not only doing like the little stories, but actually do like a mockumentary as though people were either killed or seen these things. And, you know, oh. like and kind of, you know, that that's in the works. I'm still working on it, like almost like horror film mockumentary, making them like seem even scarier than they might be. 
Oh, we're not here to talk about cool. that. So. Well, I mean, but yeah, I'm just letting you know. I want to know what 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 you've been up to. You know, what's what's in the works? How's the show been going? Good, good. Yeah. It's been going well. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I I'm always having fun, so I enjoy people on, and then then writing books, and then writing scripts and stories and songs, whatever you know. And now it's Christmas time. Yes. And so yes. you know. And and uh, and you you couldn't have picked a more proper hat for this. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, and like I, exactly. It's you know it has a star on it. It's really tall. Yeah, like, yeah. It, there it, you go. There. Oh my gosh. Oh my right, god. So. It's got it's like little a, little ornaments for my listeners. Uh, listeners only. It's got little ornaments on it. It's garland tree. It's about a foot and a half tall, and yeah. it's the most amazing hat I've ever seen. Yeah, I have to duck wherever I go. And so, which is a big deal because I'm not that tall. So it makes me feel tall. And so I'm like, I'm like a, a big guy now. So. Yeah. Yeah. Imposing there. Yeah. With my well, Christmas. Hat. Yes. Mr. Fedora, we, we, we've got some awesome things to talk about. This is a real, I, it's very celebratory. That's the yeah. atmosphere I'm feeling. And I just want to celebrate this holiday um, and uh, we're, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, some of the creepy Christmas cryptids in your new book. Yes. Let me show it for my, my viewing audience here. Yes, the creatures are stirring a creepy Christmas collection. You did it again, sir. Uh, yes. The Happy Little Monster series, awesome. This, is, uh, this was excellent. This was so much fun to read. Um, I'll tell you, you know, every year it, it's, there's a moment that comes when it's fine it, like the spirit of christmas like shocks me like I'll, mm -hmm. i'm just going along and i'm not really feeling and then all of a sudden i get that feeling and i'm like oh yeah. yes it's the yeah. holidays it's, it's like almost christmas you know it's a feeling um and and uh this year it was when i was going through this oh, I, I can't well, explain it yeah it was just like oh this is so cool oh i feel it there it is yeah so uh but there's uh there's some some scary stuff in there too you know, yeah some creepiness so why don't you get into those uh but first you also include some stories yes and uh and you talk a little bit about the uh tradition of mm -hmm. telling certain kind of stories around this time of year and mm -hmm. i just wanted to ask you about uh, this this darker side of christmas um, yes. Yeah. Go into that. The, the tradition right, yeah. of what that is. Well, before I do, I need to, I need to say the title, uh, The Creature of the Stern. I got to give a shout out to my old college roommate, Eric Morris, because when I told him I was going to do this, I was like, I got, I gave him, I had a lame idea of it. And he goes, dude, why don't you just be like that the night before Christmas? They say not a creature is stirring. He goes, I mean, you're talking about creatures that are out there doing stuff. He goes, why don't you say the creatures are stirring? And I was like, dude, so I got to give him a shout out for that because that's <laughs> the only thing he's ever contributed to my life uh, that was worth anything. And so I'm kidding. He and I are really good friends still, but uh, I just had to say that. Uh, but I wanted to give him a shout for that. But as far as like you're talking about the ghost stories. Uh, yes, yes. Now, it, it goes back to when I was young, and I think everybody's heard the song, The Most Wonderful Time of the Year. There's a line in the thing, and I have it in the book, where they talk about uh, there will be scary ghost stories and blah, 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 blah. And I remember when I was little, I was just like, it went in one ear out the other, but then it, it kind of kept coming back in my head. Scary ghosts, what's that got to do with Christmas? I don't understand. I 
couldn't understand. And then as I got older, then I was like, oh, well, yeah, the Christmas Carol, you know, because it has some scary scenes. And and then it got me thinking, I was like, but, it, you know, it's scary ghost stories. That's only one story. So then as I started delving into it, it's like that was a huge tradition going back like uh, back hundreds and hundreds of years. And it's even up until like the 1900s, people were still telling ghost stories at Christmas time. And I think it revolved like even like in Yule because it used to be called Yule. Like in that's when you would like the Yule log uh, and all that. And what it was is like people mortality became a really like especially in wintertime in the cold time of the year people die and you know just the elements and so they would it was a frightening time of year but also mysterious and it was almost this was almost a bigger time of year of talking about the veil being thin between life and death than halloween like because like halloween was kind of more like was it was it shaman well i can't remember pronounce what it like some people called it, like the Druids called oh, it. Oh, the Samhain. Samhain. Mm -hmm. So Sa I was going to say Samhain, but yeah, Samhain. <laughs> but that 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 was the Druids, and that was over on the Celtic mm -hmm. area. But like in the Germanic area and stuff, they didn't really have Samhain. That wasn't a big deal to them, but Yule was. And so this was their kind of scary time. And then when Christianity came, and then they said, no, Jesus was born on 25th, even though historically that was an impossibility because of what was going on at the time he it would have been i most historians would have said it was in the fall or you know early fall when he would have been born as opposed to december 25th it just nothing none of that made sense but the church was like let's do this because we're trying to stomp out the paganism but let's still give them a party yeah. and so we'll say christmas but it, it really like part of that tradition they told these ghost stories are scary and a lot of times they were scary, but they were like life lessons and you kind of learn something from it. Just like, like now times we talk about the Yule log and it's, oh, Yule log, but that was more of a, uh, trying to keep people alive. So like you would have a huge log that you burned all night to keep warm. And that was the Yule log. And that was to keep you alive and keep you warm. So you didn't get hypothermic and die. And these, these stories, like obviously everybody knows Christmas Carol. There's others. There's uh, the Midnight Visitor. There's Shmi. There's, I mean, like if you go, you can go down a rabbit hole of Christmas or Yule ghost stories, mm -hmm. and like I said, most of them have life lessons, and it's like things that you you want to learn and to do. Like a lot of them, uh, like obviously Christmas Christmas Carol was Scrooge learning to be a good man, mm -hmm. and you know. And a lot, but others were like, you know, hey, be kind to a visitor. You know, if someone comes to you at this time of year, it's like, hey, I need a place to stay. Let them in. And um, I, if you go back, this is interesting. Even Beauty and the Beast, uh, originally uh, when the fairy or whatever you want to call her came to the prince, mm -hmm. it was at Christmas time. And she went oh. to him and wanted shelter and he's like no go away and so she cursed him to look like what his heart was and so huh. and that's where and it was in the winter time that she came wanted shelter he and a lot of these ghost stories are like that where they go and they don't but like beauty and the beast isn't necessarily about christmas but it was in that time and that's when so it kind of falls into there but uh mm -hmm. uh a lot of the ghost stories like uh, a visitor would come someone would come uh, a loved one 
and how you react. And then you find out, oh, that loved one was dead. Mm-hmm. And now you're cursed. And now, and it's on and on and on. And and it was just very dark, but at the same time celebratory because sometimes the hero came through in the end and changed. Yeah. And so and it was just very interesting. And uh, the ghosts, and they are all really creepy. Like if you go into them and start reading them, you're like, these these really are kind of scary to be and you think about like nowadays we have t- tv and phones and stuff so we don't really sit around and tell stories but that's what they would do like that's their entertainment they'd sit around the yule log sit around the fireplaces and tell stories mm-hmm. and 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 it brought the family together and and if you think about it, like scary stories bring you closer together because like when you start getting scared you cuddle up with each other you get closer and closer and, yeah, yeah like and you get shocked together and so the adrenaline and i and so it, it was like a family thing even though it was kind of weird and scary it had a purpose and uh huh. it was very to me is interesting yeah and, yeah it, and like end of it yeah Oh, I was just going to say, it, it, yeah, it seems so like like an, antithesis to how we view Christmas today. Yeah. Obviously, you know, this tradition has has died down. You know, we, we haven't yeah. like this is going to be a surprise to some people mm-hmm. that this was such a, a big thing, a huge part yeah. of people's Christmas celebrations. This is what they it, did was to tell scary stories. And I think the only one that's really lasted that we still talk about is a Christmas carol. Right, right. And that's really the only one. But there's so many other others that are just as good just as interesting and have a, a good life lesson in them like and so um obviously Smee, the, i picked some that didn't like i i talked about the christmas carol in there and i, I talked about Smee, and i think it's the midnight visitor mm-hmm. uh but they those don't necessarily have a life lesson as much as they're just creepy and they're take place on christmas and some people be like is that really a christmas story just like die hard but yes, it is. It is. And I'm throwing out there, Die Hard's a scary uh, Christmas story. Die Hard will always be yeah, a Christmas just like, movie. Yeah, just like Violent Night. That's another one. I don't know if you've seen that one, but that's another great Christmas story. So, <laughs> is, is that, wait, is that Gina that That's Gina? Santa Claus. Oh, uh, no, no, no. Oh, okay. Yeah, Violent Night is a new one with the dude from Stranger Things. David. Oh, he yeah. plays Santa. He plays Santa Claus. And, okay, okay. I, I won't give the whole thing away, but basically terrorists take over this family's home and the little girl wishes for her family to be safe and Santa comes and does his thing. <laughs> <laughs> and so it makes you be like, Santa's awesome. So Yeah. Santa's a badass. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, you know, talking about like like these these creepy stories that families were telling each other and some of these life lessons it it make made me think of this other thing that just came to mind as i was reading through uh these these how you relay these creatures were were they also mm-hmm. telling stories about like legendary creatures in the area too or, yeah. or was this tradition specifically ghost stories no yeah if you actually look at even the the creatures mm-hmm. like a lot of them had to do with like you read how to make sure you don't run into them. Mm-hmm. It was also like a life lesson. Yeah. Like obviously, obviously everyone knows Krampus. He's like the, like the OG king of Christmas creepiness, but to stay away from him and not deal with him, you had to be a good kid and you had right. to buy, listen to your mom, dad, do your chores. Then you didn't have to worry about Krampus. So it was kind of like a do the right thing bad things aren't going to happen to you. You know, it's like, that was kind of things. Like if you do the right thing, good things are going to come. 
And like I said, Krampus came on one night, St. Nicholas the next. So it's like, so it, Krampus came and got all the bad kids out of there. So the good kids got, you know, could celebrate, which is kind of morbid that you'd be celebrating right after your friend Brian got taken to hell. But <laughs> still, you know, but like, but all of them, like if you go into like how to make sure you don't have to deal with like even the Yule lads from Iceland, it was there, the Yule lads were kind of like the precursor to the elf on the shelf whereas oh, the elf on the, the yeah. elf on the shelf you know we we have that tradition and it comes and does silly little things that are oh that's funny you know blah 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 well the yule lads would come and it wasn't necessarily silly little things they did like it was like did you put the cow away last night oh no oh well guess what the yule lad came and sucked all the milk out of her you know so now we don't have milk thanks johnny <laughs> God, Johnny, Johnny yeah, you yeah, suck. The, the Yule lads at there, so there's there's thirteen of these yes. little guys, and they just yes. have just the best very names, and they're very specific. Yes, they're yeah. They names. each have a specific, and and they come on different nights. So, and I couldn't figure out if that there was a specific reason why they came, but they don't all come at the same time. So it wasn't like <clears throat> you'd sit there and like, oh, 13 are coming. No, they came on specific nights over a 13-day period. And if you didn't have a certain thing done by then, well, you, you could get screwed. Like the one would come and eat all your food. And like, which there again, like, you know, that's, you need food to survive. And then you had others that would come and chase your sheep or do this. So, so if you didn't have them all locked up, you know, so they had... Is like they're like just disgruntled elves on the shelf, and but that that's because they were raised by a horrible mother. And um, yes, yeah. yes, so, Gryla, yeah, so. which uh, yeah, we're, we're going to talk yeah. about her before uh, yes. before we get too far away. Though, um, let's take it back to Krampus here first. Yes, sec. the OG. Yes, the OG. Yes, legendary creature. Everybody, uh, I mean, most people have probably heard of Krampus by now. Yes. I don't think I was. I was much older though before. I heard the legend of Krampus mm -hmm. and understood, oh, this is like a, a thing, like an actual thing. Yeah. But like nowadays, you know, it, it's it's kind of celebratory. Obviously, yeah, it's, he... it's a legend, but but people are like celebrating in such crazy ways. There's like Krampus runs and festivals. And yeah, festivals and... yeah. Yeah. He's yeah, getting yeah. his due now. He's like, he you know, he's yeah. made a big comeback. So. <laughs> He has. Well, take us through uh, Krampus. Let's talk about, uh, tell us, uh, what what is this creature? What are we visualizing here? So so Krampus is like, he's like almost an anti-Santa. Um, and basically, uh, Santa, he, he wears very similar garb. He wears like a red outfit. He has a big sack. Uh, he, instead of bells, he has chains that jingle, but you hear them jingling as he comes. Uh, he's got like kind of a wolf goat kind of head it's a mixture but it has horns but he has very sharp teeth uh he has cloven feet and a tail um it's almost kind of like the old school devil look but um he's also he has a specific thing he does and he's not he's only out to get the bat the bad people it's not like he goes and terrorizes good people um but he comes on december 5th that's and that, uh, traditionally now nowadays we celebrate him pretty much all Chris all December long. There's Krampus festivals all all year or not all year all December, right. and um 
he 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 was a huge deal and he was even pre like then uh saint nicholas comes on december 6th like in the christian thing and over in germany in these places where krampus was a big deal they just sort of krampus came on the fifth and saint nicholas on the sixth and um but krampus was around before the saint nicholas tradition came and that he was celebrated by the german people for hundreds of years and again it was be good to your family do the things you need to do you don't have to worry about krampus Mm -hmm. and uh they didn't you know so that that's a way to get your kids to do what they you need help with like hey krampus comes on it's coming in like a week you better get you know your stuff together and you better be listening to mom and dad and you better be doing what the town needs you to do and it was more of a like everyone in the town got together to do their best and if the you made it through december 5th and nobody uh you know died or was gone it's like hey krampus skipped us we must be a good town and then it also made me wonder like did they ever like sacrifice a kid just because hey you know we've got to make sure these kids get in line take you know kevin out back and you know (laughs) slaughter him i don't know i mean i don't know what they did but like i that's where my head went i was like well obviously at some point some kid or somebody disappeared and they were like krampus got him launched this whole thing off so so wait wait a second so krampus precedes the the saint nicholas legend yeah yeah yeah, so oh. Krampus was around before that. He's there for a long time. Then when St. Nicholas came, they kind of blended together. It's similar, like, uh, I think in France, they have a guy named Black P, who is very similar to Krampus, but he's not as old of a legend as Krampus. Mm-hmm. But one of the differences, uh, Black Pete just comes and gives you coal and spanks you. And oh. whereas Krampus will beat you, and if necessary, he puts you like he doesn't now. A lot of people say they, they'll go with he he beats you, then shoves you in the sack and takes you away. Well, he has levels of so he may just beat you with birch sticks and that's it. Like maybe that's all you deserved. But if you're really bad, he shoves you in his sack and he takes you to hell. And you never and he's kind of uh, uh, falls into if you look at uh, Nordic. Uh, hell is uh, Thor's sister, and those who watched Marvel, they saw Hell show up in one of the movies. But she was really a, a badass. She was, you didn't want to deal with her, and this was her son. And Krampus, look, I, oh. that's kind of where they got it. I can't remember what her son was named, but it wasn't Krampus, but it was like, began with a K. It was like very similar. He had the same look, all that, and that was her kid. Mm-hmm. And now it got him morphed into Krampus, and he showed up. And and for, you know, for hundreds and hundreds of years, maybe over about a thousand years, people feared Krampus and this was a big deal. This was a thing. Mm-hmm. And then St. Nicholas got involved and and then it got became kind of more whimsical with it. As you know, we as time went on, it became kind of a goofy, fun thing. It wasn't necessarily he he kind of toned down a bit. He didn't necessarily take it, it as more like oh, Krampus comes. And if you're naughty, that's what happens in St. Nicholas. Mm-hmm. So then it kind of toned down. Now here's where it gets really weird and crazy in Germany. And I, I don't have I don't have this in my book, but because this is one of the things I was like, go look this up. It's legit true and it's weird and I don't understand it. In 1938-39, Hitler banned Krampus. You are not allowed to celebrate Krampus in Germany. We I I don't know why. And now there's I was talking to someone the other day and he gave a great theory. 
And his thing is, because maybe Hitler really believed in Krampus and was afraid that Krampus was going to come and take him and all his little brown shirt guys and take them to hell. So mm -hmm. he's like, no Krampus. He's not allowed in Germany. But uh, I, I couldn't figure out why he hated Krampus. But it was like maybe his mom and dad tried to use him to make him good, and he, you know, it didn't work, obviously. But um, but he banned Krampus from Germany, and so from like 1938 till 1945, there were no Krampus festivals at all, and he almost went away. Like it was almost like after that time period, it just he almost became a forgotten creature, and hmm. then after the war, slowly they started doing more you know people started bringing krampus back and he was toned down quite a bit now we're starting to get him back up to being like like the movies like there's a krampus movie where he came and he was like killing people and stuff yeah so he's starting to get ramped up but for years he, he got really toned down he and he like if you see some of the drawings from the 50s and stuff he's more lovable looking he's not as scary so it took did this turn i don't know if it was because of the war but yeah, you know, but that was to me an interesting aspect of the Krampus lore is that the Nazis hated him. So you got to think if the Nazis hate you, you can't be that bad. You know, that's where I went with it. I was like, hey, all right, good on him, good for Krampus. You know. <laughs> well, well, speaking of of cute things, um, you uh, you shared a video with me. Did you want to play oh. that now? Oh, so sure, set, yeah. Set us up here because this is adorable. Okay. And I cannot wait to watch it. I'll be watching it with my listeners for the first time here Go okay ahead. so a few years ago i was just goofing around and i wrote a krampus carol and i i did it really fast and i recorded it and i played it for uh, my kids and they thought it was funny and then at the time i was playing around a lot with animation and i'm not a good animator or and to just so you know when you see it uh so i i was like okay i'm gonna make an animated krampus and I kind of did, and it looks kind of like a cat, but I made Krampus singing about himself. And I think it's called Krampus is Coming to Town. And it's just like this jolly little uh, little jingle, but it's on YouTube and we have it here and you're going to play it. So we All gonna... right. So I have not listened to it in months, but I, I know I was going to be listening to it because my niece always makes me play it around Christmas. This time, is so. going to be awesome. Okay, yeah. here we go. It's Christmas time all around Listen to the bells as they sound Winter wonderland of our dreams Hey, why do I keep hearing screams? Krampus is coming to town Taking the bad children down He'll spank you on your back Then stuff you in his big old sack
You can beg and you can cry Saying please why Krampus why He doesn't care what you have to say You've been naughty every day Krampus is coming to town Taking the bad children down He'll spank you on your back Then stuff you in his big old sack So do your best all the time Be good and don't commit a crime Say nice things and don't you swear Or Krampus will take you to his lair Krampus is coming to town Taking the bad children down He'll spank you on your back Then stuff you in his big old sack <laughs> There you go. Wow. And, yeah. And, and if you notice when you if you're watching the video, it goes from a very pretty Christmas scene and slowly the background just turns darker and darker, I and darker noticed as that. the whole time goes. That was my attempt at animation. Like I've gotten better at animation, by the way. You know, like, I can make the, I can make their arms move now. And this <laughs> this was that time I could make the head move and talk and I could not figure out how to get the arms and hands doing stuff. So he just stands there like. Hey, you know, so. <laughs> I it, thought that was great. I yeah, I so. can't do animation. That's awesome. So, so yeah, uh, what Ed, was the was the eye tick on purpose or was that part of the? Oh well, well, what happened is like it like I use a software. It's uh, I think it's Character Animator and, and or Character Studio where it actually captures my face. And as as I'm moving, that's why his head was moving. And it like I oh, I re-sang yeah. the song and that's his mouth followed what my mouth was doing. And I didn't realize what I was doing. I was kind of squinting and kind of kept turning my head. Oh. And it so it made the one eye look like he had an eye tick. And so and then at the like I and then when it's all done, I was like, 
that's kind of funny. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm leaving that in because it looks like he's about to go insane and just lose his mind. It's a, it's a very like, specific character choice. Yeah, yeah. I, I enjoyed yeah, that yeah. quite a bit. Yeah, so there. Yay, yeah. awesome. He, Krampus has issues. I mean, maybe yeah. he doesn't want to kill kids, and but he does it. You know, it's like, I mean, so that's why everybody's got a job to do, man. And he's, yeah, his, sometimes you got to kill goal. kids. So, yeah, you know, take him, you gotta, him in your sack. Take yep, him away. That's. Hey, somebody's got to do it. Somebody has to do it. It's Christmas. Come on. Yeah. It's part of the tradition. All right. So that, that was Krampus. That was Krampus singing about himself. Yes. And you, you can learn even more about Krampus in the book listeners the creatures are stirring a creepy christmas collection um yes. let's uh let's let's talk about another one uh right. the the other one i want to talk about and hear you you elaborate upon uh this one creeped me out for some reason yeah. like I, there's there's a lot of creepy stuff in the book but this this character specifically is just like oh it didn't it didn't sit right with me uh, her name yeah. is gryla Talk, yeah. talk about this this lovely little creature. Okay, yeah. Now, Gryla is, it, she's from like Icelandic and Nordic lore. Um, and she was like a witch, but like just basically just a bad woman. Scary, ugly, kind of like a giantess type of lady. She's a big lady. Um, and she, she had a husband, which in all the lore, you don't really, they don't really get into him other than he was like a troll. So she was just a horrible lady, and the only person that would marry her was, like, this troll dude. And then they had 13 kids, which were the Yule lads. And she also owned a cat, which was the Yule cat. So she was very specific to pre-Christianity, Yule time. And uh, she came around, and similar to Krampus in that she took bad kids. and And definition of bad kids for her was, like, really those who weren't prepared for the winter and so it was like again this was like kind of a life lesson in that like if, if you don't have your chores ready if you don't have the house prepared for winter if you're not wearing the right clothes for winter so it so me and my friends would have been taken away because we would go out and play in the snow in shorts and t-shirts sometimes like a bunch of idiots mm -hmm. where Gryla's like no you gotta wear the proper clothes you're going with me and she would take kids and now her thing is she was cannibalistic where she would chop up the kids, make a stew, eat them. Mm, and delicious. So yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Children's stew. It's good. And obviously that's what the her her kids were raised on kids stool stool stew. <laughs> that's hey, that's that's we don't even want to go into that. No, but kids stew. And they, that's why they turned out the way they did. But um and they had a dad that just was not involved. But uh and a mother that was too involved and crazy. Yeah. But she yeah, she was like a just kind of very scary and it, and i try like she was another one that's been around for as long as yule has been around and i kind of wondered because like what i found in like with mythology and folklore and stuff it's usually based off of something mm -hmm. and so it made me think that there probably was a woman at some point back in the day that was kind of a weird scary lady that maybe she did kill kids and she was cannibalistic and her like story just you know, over time got bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And so mm -hmm. to the point where now Gryla is like part of this tradition and, and she is celebrated in Iceland and stuff. They still, same with the Yule lads and the Yule cat are kind of a big deal over. There. They have like 
a big festival, very similar to like people do Krampus Fest, but mm -hmm. like this is very specific to uh, um, Iceland, Norway, Greenland. Those people, they have these things. There's like every year they do a huge, like uh, not necessarily Gryla, but for the Yule cat, which was her cat. Uh, they do like a festival where people build giant Yule cats and they have them oh. like a, for parades and stuff. And so, but that's over in there. And like, obviously she has not taken off like, and, and it's neither have the, her kids or anything as much as uh, Krampus. Mm. And, mm -hmm. but like you, you can, if you go on the uh, Amazon, you can find Yule lad uh, figurines kind of like uh elf on the shelf and you can find a grile of figure the problem is well my problem with it is they make them all cutesy mm -hmm. and that's just how people like so you get the because i guess you don't want ugly scary things hanging around your house at christmas but they make them look like little elves and little gnomes like oh it's the old lads are so funny it's like no and then grila looks like this ch chubby little lady and she's like smiling it's like she will eight kids she's like, a cannibal hello yeah and like yeah like but yeah she but she's another one that like you know it's a life lesson to get like all of them like if you go through all of them and i don't necessarily point out the life lesson but if you read it i talk about the things they said you had to do to keep these things away and all of them were like in that time period things you would have to do to survive the winter mm -hmm. whereas uh you know, some of them are, you know, because you had to. Like nowadays, it's not as hard to survive the winter, at least in a, in America. Like obviously in other countries, they don't have it as good in some places. Yeah. But even like in Europe and stuff, most most of the world, it's pretty, you can make it through winter pretty easily. Sure. But, you know, until, unless you go into the way, you know, third world and further into the outback areas where they don't have electricity. Mm -hmm. And so... You know, maybe they they still think about these monsters that are out there. And... Well, I wonder if if a, a lot of these because it it seemed to me going through the book that a ton of them make some mention of naughty children in, in yes. some way that and that's yeah. part of it as well. And like with with these other life lessons kind of sewn in there, like how do you survive the winter? How how do you you know keep yourself uh, presentable and warm and and yeah. your chores and like yeah, it's it's all it all seems to be very much geared to the children, to their children yeah. at that time. So they wouldn't have known, you know, when these when these legends were created or whatever that, yeah, someday, you know, it's going to be a lot easier. But right now it's friggin hard. So we yeah, have exactly. our children pound this into their heads that, yeah, at some point you're going to have to take care of yourself. And, and this and is why other people. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 the thing, and the thing that you think about, like, you're only as strong as like the thing as your weakest link. Mm -hmm. So if everyone's doing their thing, but then, you know, I always pick on bobby and kevin but if they don't do their jobs and their job was something that was important like cover the well so it doesn't freeze up right then the whole family suffers because of one naughty kid yeah and so and like in some of these tribes and group people like they didn't really have issue with killing the weakest link you know like especially in vikings and stuff if you were considered not to be up to par with what they needed they they you may still be their son but he's like yeah but you're my you're my my weak son you know yeah. i got strong sons and then i got you yeah and so it's like it's like they're 
they're I I mean it sounds harsh, but also at the same time it's like they're thinking of survival of the whole family and they're like, right. okay, we got if, if this one's not living up to what we need, you know, it's like sad. But nowadays we don't think that way because we don't have to. And I'm not I'm not trying to say that what they do is right. I'm just saying that was the mindset, I think. Yeah, and, yeah. It was just the way the way it was. Yeah. Yeah. So so yeah. Thankfully we can now not be as afraid of Krampus and these things coming to kill us and eat us if we're naughty, you know. Because I would, I would like, I totally would have been dead years ago. Yeah. Like, <laughs> by multiple things would have come after me. I would have had Krampus. I, the Yule, everyone would have been attacking me, and my parents would be like, "Well, that's what happens. We told you." Yeah. And then I'd be like, "I'd be like, no, mom, you didn't tell me about any of these things. I had to find out on my own." Ah, uh, you like, you would really hate Christmas. That would be a terrible yeah, I would. time of year. Oh my god, yeah, I'd be fear. I'd be like, man, let's move to Hawaii because I guess. <laughs> but I'm sure they have traditions over there that are just they, similar. They do. That, that's odd. You say yeah. that. I was just researching some other cryptids and and came across some Hawaiian cryptids. Little little tiny, yeah. little teeny tiny things. They were helpful. Oh yeah, little right? dudes. Yeah, yeah, little little dudes with the masks. Right? Yeah, they, they help like, out right? though. They they you know they finish construction work. Yeah. Unless and... you're Greg Brady and you fall off your surfing board. Oh. Did you ever see that episode uh -uh. where he found? Uh -uh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just showed my age. Is he like he he found a little tiki dude, and it was a cursed tiki dude. And, oh no! And he 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 was in a surfing competition, and he fell off. And that that was that was the harshness of it all. He wore the oh, cursed tiki, and and he lost the surfing competition. But at the time, it was like poor Greg. Yeah. <sighs> Don't be messing with no cursed tiki dudes. Cursed yeah, anything. Don't, don't, yeah. don't touch cursed objects. Just don't. Yeah, I, I avoid. I try to avoid them. So except for my hat. My hat, you know, it's That's cursed, safe. but I love it too much. <laughs> yeah. uh, we all do. I'm, I'm very much in love with the hat. I need one uh, next year, actually. I think you should yeah. sell them on your, you know, do an online store. And I should. Website. I should. I should make all the little uh, ornaments, little cryptids. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. a great idea. Yeah. yeah. Now that I think about it, that would be amazing. I might do that. <laughs> you should. You should. I it's it's PGP supported. Um nice. Well, this has been awesome. We're we're uh we are getting up to a couple of things that that we need to cover here at the end here. Yes. Um, but uh listeners get you a copy of this book. Uh, there's so many more cryptids and stories to learn uh, throughout. It's, it's just, it's always fascinating uh, just learning new cryptids. There's a bunch in there I had never heard yeah. of uh, the Yule lads. They're, they're just outstanding. I think we were talking about it before. Just, oh yeah. Oh God. The names and all, each of them have their own little jobs and it's just fun. It's fun. It'll get you in the Christmas spirit, but yes. definitely grab you a copy. Um, Speaking of which, though, yeah, let's uh, let, let's talk a, a special little little way that uh, people could get a copy of this, yes. uh, you know, for Christmas, a little Christmas giveaway. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. If they want to check it out for themselves. So, Gregory. Yes. So what I you and I talked before we started mm -hmm. and what I thought this is my idea. And sorry, people, this is how you can win a copy. We're, I'm going to give away two one through Kristen's site and her show. 
and then if you come over to mine i'll have a little thing on my instagram and there'll be a link to my instagram and if you comment on the little picture i put up which will be on the day that today that this has been released you go to my instagram comment and you tell us what was the name of the song that we just played for you and and if you can name it you'll be put into a i guess was a raffle yeah here a little, yeah and then we're drawing. we'll put all the right answers on her site she's going to do it and on mine and then we're going to pick two winners and each of you will get a autographed copy of the creatures are stirring and we'll give you I, I was saying uh we'll give it to uh three kings day which now and i'm we, gonna look we, it up for you i'm gonna be that nice okay thank okay. you thank you sir well we think it's, it's january 6th january 6th okay all right so january okay, so. 6th is the cutoff that is the deadline yes. yes yes so you have till january 6th to write it in and then on january 7th we will announce a winner okay so all right that? how about that all right so listeners so he is again <clears throat> he is giving away two copies two autographed copies of the creatures are stirring um the deadline for this giveaway is january 6th the announcement will be made january 7th what do you have to do for the giveaway you have to like the post about the giveaway that we're going to be putting it up here uh today and uh comment the name of gregory's song mm -hmm. Yeah, what Did was the played, song? What was the song yeah. name? And then, yeah. And if you get it close, we'll still, you know, get it in there, you know. We'll be nice. But, you know, yeah. yeah, if you get it within, you know, a couple words, I'll give it to you. And if you say how awesome it is, then you just automatically win. Yeah. No, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. No, that's not true. true. Oh, gosh. Yeah, so there is a giveaway. So you guys have a chance to get something for Christmas, something so appropriate for Christmas. You're going to yeah. love it. I, I recommend this book. It's so good. Traditionally, Christmas lasts through January. Does in it? most world day. Well, they have little like things that have to do with, you know, yeah. Well, at least in the Catholic Christian, they have little holidays up through the end of January that all have something to do with. Oh. Like, like Christmas Day is just a start. Actually, it starts at the first day of Advent, which I think is the first Sunday of december mm -hmm. and then it goes through the end of january because there's like the three kings day then there's the day where i think uh they say jesus went to the temple and got not baptized but you know what the jewish people do the uh circumcision which poor guy and uh so you know it's all it's all in there and then there's a, a something about the day when they fled to egypt okay there's some yeah there's all these little days in there so just you'll get it in January. It's still part of the Christmas season and probably your neighbor will have their Christmas lights up till at least April. So it's, you'll be fine. I mean, they, uh, they always leave them up way yeah, too I'm gonna long. Leave, I'm going to leave mine up probably through the summer. So I'm going to leave we'll mine up uh, until next year. I'm just, I am nice. too lazy <laughs> to take them down. <laughs> yeah. It took so long to put them up. I know. Yeah, put my, you know, yeah. life and, and limb at risk. Hanging yeah, them up. To, I think yeah, I, I want to crawl right. up on my roof and hang off by my no. toes and be hanging light. Yeah, I don't. No. I don't. I don't want to do that either. But I did it. I did it so. for you. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. So that is the giveaway announcement. Uh, we are here at our final segment of the day. Now, 
today's episode being such a, a, a celebratory episode, us being so close to Christmas in lieu of doing some final questions for you uh, and in the spirit of Christmas, I thought yes. we could share with my audience our Christmas ghost story. All right. Yes. Let's do it. I'm ready. You're just going to follow my lead on this. <laughs> yes, I am. Let's go. I'm excited. All right. All right. Well, I uh, I need a prompt. So uh, give me a give me an occupation. Okay. Uh, we will say librarian. Librarian. I love it already. Right. Okay. okay. Give me an object. Um. Uh... A wine glass. Wine glass. Okay. All right. And I think that's good. That's a good enough prompt. That's I think it. that can that's get it. us started. Right. <laughs> Librarian and a wine glass. That's all we need, baby. Yeah. No, this this, this ghost cool. story. It goes back, uh, you know, generations. These are these are these were told to yeah. us by our four grandmothers, and uh, yeah. it's been in the family for years. <clears throat> back before there was even librarians back before even before then <laughs> this right. was the first librarian of christmas so yeah yeah this right, is right. this is the story of all the right. first librarian of christmas yes. once upon a time it was christmas eve a very very long time ago it was after closing hours at the local library when mary our heroine of this story was locking up for the last time. And as she locked up, she heard a noise in the back room. She's like, wait a minute, this is Christmas Eve. There shouldn't be a creature stirring, not even a mouse. But she had to investigate because she was a librarian and very inquisitive because they're a lot like cats, which well, we know what happens to cats that are inquisitive, but not always to librarians. So she slowly stepped back to where she heard the noise. And there, by the exit, she saw a wine glass tipped over with one single red drop leaking over the edge. And she screamed, <gasps> that was the rest of my wine. Who drank my wine? Who tipped my glass? I was saving that for later. And then she started crawling up the stairs because she thought she heard another noise. Could it be a mouse? Could it be something else? Tiptoe, tiptoe. The stairs creaked under her weight. She wasn't a large woman. They were just old stairs. Tiptoe, tiptoe until she reached the attic of the library and she slowly approached the door. She turned the knob, creak, and the door swung open as she stood there aghast. As she saw her former boss, Henry, who had been dead 10 years, but he had wine around his lips because <laughs> he had an issue with drinking when he was alive. 
He was very angry, though, because he said, As a ghost, I can't taste wine, so I wasted your wine. And now I've come to warn you, Mary, that we've been watching you. And you're not following the Dewey Decimal System. You're putting your books randomly throughout the library. Some children were trying to find a book on mathematics and grabbed one about geology. And they thought it was a geometry book. And now they're stupider because of you. Well, Mary was like, oh my gosh. Like maybe I shouldn't be drinking wine on the job. Perhaps I should find out what the Dewey Decimal System is because people don't even know what that is anymore. And then she's like, what kids? They haven't been coming to the library in years. They have the internet. And that, that didn't matter. The ghost stood up and said, you got to do better, Mary. And Mary fell backwards and down the steps. She started to tumble and tumble and tumble and tumble and tumble until... She landed flat on her bed. She sat up, breathing heavily, looking around her room. Oh, phew. It was just a dream. A terrible, terrible dream. I need to calm down. I need to get right with myself. And she reached over and turned on the lamp next to her bed. And then she reached for her handy dandy glass of leftover red wine. She had left one sip left for herself just in case this happened again. But there was nothing there. She looked around. No wine glass to be found. Where was her wine? She got up out of bed, walked to the kitchen, opened all the cupboards, opened the fridge no wine bottle. It was disappeared. And she wondered if there was some truth to her nightmare after all. Wow. The end. The end. That, <laughs> That's that, worry, man. Gets me every it, time. It does. Like, because like not having wine is, and it's probably Christmas day and all the liquor stores are closed. Well, yeah. So she won't be able to get any till the 26th. I mean, there's so and many she... life lessons in this story, too. And uh, that's really what Always we want to impart point. to people. One, yeah. don't be an alcoholic. Like, yes. Two, if you're going to be. Learn the Dewey Decimal do, System. Go to Dewey Decimal System School. Yeah. Learn your numbers. Um, yeah. Three, sometimes, you know dreams there, there's a there's a sense of reality to dreams where you know reality yeah. just seeps in there and sometimes what you thought was just a dream is it's uh more. it's more than that yeah and and learn that geology and geometry are not the same thing <laughs> they're not they both begin with a g but it's not the same you don't want to be dumber so yeah yeah at christmas time because <laughs> then krampus comes because you're stupid does he get you because you're stupid too Maybe. Who knows? Because you would be the weakest link. So yeah. the dumb kid. That Krampus. Yeah. He doesn't. He's not a good guy. Not at all. Can't pay. Except for he's enemy of the Nazis. So he's got to be a little good. See so. that right there. Yeah. I, I'm I, yeah. I'm kind of on <clears throat> Krampus's side at that point. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, he still he still did some awful things. 
Sometimes your villain, you have to accept that your villain has some good qualities too. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he makes Christmas fun (laughs) in his own special way. (laughs) All right, Gregory. Another awesome time talking to you. Absolutely. Um, Remind my audience where to follow you online and where can they grab their copy if they are not lucky enough to win the giveaway and they want to pick up this book where can they get it well they can go to uh amazon and if they go to amazon you just if you just type in the fedora files uh you will see all kinds of uh all all of my books there but it'll be there like it i think it's if you scroll down you do the fedora files I think the first one that pops up is Happy Little Monsters Volume 1. And I think the next one is uh, The Creatures Are Stirring and then all the other ones. And by the way, come January, Volume 4 of Happy Little Monsters will be coming out. What? Yay! Yeah, so that's coming out in January. I can't remember the exact day, but it'll be in January. I'll let you know. But yeah, you can go there, Amazon, order it. You can order it for your family. I, I actually gave it like my... Gave it to a bunch of my family members just because they love this kind of stuff too. So they were really excited to read it. So they're they got it. They actually I sent it to them because my family actually does celebrate St. Nicholas Day. And like I don't know why my family does, but we have for as long as I can remember. Like my you just got candy and stuff, but for all my family, I sent them this book or and they all got on St. Nicholas Day. So I shipped it exactly right so they would get it St. Nicholas Day. So, and I wrote a note, sorry I didn't warn you about Krampus, you know, till now, because he came yesterday. And if you're not, and I said, put a little note in it, like if you're you're not getting this, uh, well, you'll be missed. And so... (laughs) So, because that's that's what but I they all got family. it because your family is, is uh, yeah family. yeah they all survived yeah yeah they were all good, good. and <clears throat> so yeah so yeah so they can get there and uh, you can find me on uh, Instagram at uh, it is I'm gonna say because I think last time I was on here I said it wrong but it's G underscore Fedora like the hat F D O R A underscore crypto C R Y P T O like cryptocurrency but. That's because I should have said cryptid, but you know, I know nothing about cryptocurrency. Don't ask. So, but yeah, it's that, or you can go to www.fedoracrt.com. That's my website. And if you go also to uh, my uh, YouTube, if you write in Fedora CRT, it'll take you to the YouTube channel. And from there you can get like, if you go to Instagram, you can get to all of it. It you'll get to everything. So, and you can see my podcast and my YouTube shows because I do a podcast as well as a little shorts and you can actually see uh, Saul the Snallygaster. He does little bad jokes and shows up every now and then. He's not here right now. I don't know where he was. That could be be trouble because I don't know where he is. Usually he's like right here. He can be a little and, blunt sometimes, but he's, yeah, he's been yeah. making some more uh, recent appearances on the, on the short yeah. on YouTube. Yeah. 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 He's been coming in telling bad jokes Mm-mm. and leaving. Yeah. He might be upstairs with my daughter. That is where sometimes he wanders off to. So. Oh boy. But, uh, I t- know. Telling her bad jokes. Yeah. So. Bad influence. And then Krampus comes. I, I mean, I don't know. I know. Be careful. I know. I'm not a good dad. I'm not a good dad. <laughs> letting her play with snally gasters in the house 
So, well, I mean, all right, sir. Well, to uh, wrap us up today. um, Yes. Why don't you go ahead and leave us with a final thought, words of wisdom or a piece of advice? All right. Well, seeing as it's Christmas time, we've been talking about scary Christmas monsters. Do your part to make Christmas good for your friends and family. Don't be the one that makes Christmas suck because there's always one family member that does. Don't be that family member. That, you know, that's, that's it. You know, there's always one. Don't it, let it be you. So that's it. Sage advice. Sounded, yes. (laughs) Words. I I try my best not to be that guy, but you know. (laughs) Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Gregory. Uh, I I really appreciate it. And uh, Merry Christmas. Yes. Merry Christmas to you too. And Happy New Year. And hopefully we can hook up again in the new year and do something fun. Thank you, Mr. Fedora, for joining me on the show once again. And I absolutely look forward to catching you back here after the next Happy Little Monsters drops. Listeners. I thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed today's bonus episode and had a great time. There are links below to buy my guest's books to catch his awesome YouTube content. He is constantly putting new stuff out, so there is never a dull moment over at the Fedora Files, which is the name of his podcast. If you haven't given it a listen yet, what are you doing? go give it a listen. You will find a link for that below as well. And make sure you follow my guest on all of his socials. Now, before we go, just a final rundown of how you can win a copy of The Creatures Are Stirring. There's a giveaway post out right now on my Instagram and on Gregory's Instagram. You're going to go give that post a like, and you're going to comment the name of the song that we played for you today. Remember, you have two chances to win a copy, so it is well worth throwing your name in the hat. The deadline is January 6th. Names will be drawn and winners notified on January 7th. Rate the show five stars if you enjoyed this one. Like and comment under the episode if you are seeing it on YouTube. Tell me what you enjoyed so much about today's show so I know to do more of it. I do appreciate the feedback. Yes, even if it's good. Follow the show on all of social media at Paranorm Girl Pod. This will be the last episode before Christmas and New Year's Eve. So I will leave you all with my sincerest wish that you guys have a very Merry Christmas, an exceptionally happy holiday, or just a peaceful and happy whatever you are doing this year. I thank you guys for an incredible and memorable year. It has been quite the ride. I'll see you all back here in 2024. Until we meet again, stay safe, keep the nightlight on, and sleep with one eye open.